You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. It's always Draft Season Podcast, part of the Packing Up Podcast Network. Jake Shervink here. Mason Thompson is with me, as always. Great to be back doing these. Uh, we are literally doing this right after the defensive show. We've got an offensive prospect show for you. It's going to be structured a little different just based on recording timing and whatnot, so bear with us. But uh, we're going to give you, again, as much encompassing of the combat as we can. Mason Thompson, how are you doing? Uh, doing pretty good. My voice is erect, but we'll get through it. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, uh, it's a lot. Um, so offensive side of the ball, we're going to do, I, I think, a, a way to kind of look at this because I think there's a lot more headliners, and I think this is a perfect way to talk about the headliners um, with this. And everybody loves to talk about the offensive side of the ball, obviously. So we're going to do... Mentioned it in the defensive pod a little bit because we had a few of them that I think made made sense to talk about. We're going to do Scott Van Pelt. Shout out to him. This is what he does with Ryan Clark uh, during the NFL season. Does headliner storyline. Basically, if something's a headline, it's just there for clicks. It's not really going to happen. Like this is, you know, a, a really news of the day type of thing. Storyline is like this is something that is real and has some breath to it and, and some meat on the bone. So I want to go through a few of these with Mason since he's here to talk about the offensive prospects at the combine. There is no other place to start than to talk about a certain <laughs> Avenger at the combine at the quarterback position. Clearly, um, Anthony Richardson comes out six, four and a quarter two forty four 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 three official time in the 40. That's 99th percentile. He is the top, the top in the vertical, 40 and a half inches, and top in the broad, 10-9. Mason, well, Anthony, Anthony Richardson is going first overall headliner storyline. Oh, I mean, it obviously depends on the team, but I still have to probably go like headline right now. Okay. As much as I want to say storyline, just because of how much we both like Richardson, but... I feel like, I mean, whoever it is, like I feel Indy would be amazing for him, but I don't know if they're going to take the risk. Um, I have no idea. 
it's it's still so far away, but it's also not to the point where like the odds are like going into his favor more and more as we time keeps going on. Like if you were I one of my buddies put like a fifteen dollar bet on it, and if it hits, it gets like seven sixty five. And I was like, Ugh. I put a hundred. I put a hundred on it. Like you did nine. No, no, twelve weeks ago. Oh, um. So, yeah, that bet. I'm. I want this to be a storyline, but I agree. I think it's it's very prisoner of the moment. I think we both knew, and and most everybody was like, yeah, yeah. this is a tremendous athlete in the quarterback position, right? But like coming in at that size and running that and jumping that, like. I get it. Like vertical jump. It's like, haha, quarterback vertical jump. What is that supposed to be oh, yeah. like explosion? And he's got the speed, right? And this is, he is like a, a souped up Jalen hurts type of player in this yeah. class. Like with, with the raw and well, maybe not raw raw is a bad term. The inexperience <laughs> of a Trey Lance, right? There he's kind of this mix of, of Lance and hurts a little bit as, as a prospect. And so it's going to be very enticing. Are we overcorrecting because we missed on Josh Allen? Perhaps. Or is it just a Cam Newton and we were entering the scrambling era and like playing 11 on 11 is fun with a player like this. I have another one about the quarterback position. Um, So really quick, Bryce Young came in at at 5'10 and an eighth, 204. There is 0% chance, Mason, if you agree, that he'll play at 204. That was to oh, yeah. let's no. try to let's try to Kyler this process a little bit here. So what I propose here is either Bryce Young or CJ Stroud will be the fourth quarterback off the board in April. I want to go headline so bad, but I think like Las Vegas is going to fall in love or something with Levis, even though they say they don't want a rookie. I'm going headline just because it shouldn't. It shouldn't happen. But we've seen it happen before, though. That's the issue. I think think this is going to happen. I think think one of the two is going to be the fourth quarterback off the board. Now, if it's young because of his size, fair enough. Yeah. Like, that's totally understandable. If you're like Carolina or Atlanta and you're like, yeah, well, we'll just let him kind of fall in our lap. If he falls yeah. in our lap, it's excellent. Sweet. Like, we didn't move up for him and give up a King's ransom to do it and bet on the historical outlier. Yeah. At the same time, like, okay, you have Bryce Young, who we know is great. And there might be a team that just says, we're doing it. Maybe it's Houston. We're doing it. Yeah. Somebody falls in love with Levis. Somebody falls in love with Richardson. CJ Stroud's not flashy or exciting or does any of those like oh we're not talking about him because of his height we're not talking about him because of the traits like just flies under the radar fourth quarterback off the board and like is better than two of the three that go ahead of him that seems very nfl draft like the last six years or so yeah so i'm leaning storyline there just because i i don't come on do we trust the league cj stroud is good is he great (laughs) As a prospect, no, probably not. Is he a blue chip like Lawrence and Burrow? No, I don't think so. But like, no. he's good, man. So yeah, he's very good. Did what did you think? Did you see the quarterbacks uh, yesterday at all? Throw? I saw. I mean, obviously, like you got to realize that it's on air too. That's oh, just yeah. the point. But I think I saw like the clips that were rolling around on Twitter just because I was um, helping out. 
tear down some gymnastics meet. And I just, I saw the throws and I was like, okay, like, cool. But what's going to happen? You've got, I mean, it's a typical conversation. Like what's going to happen? You've got four or five guys just screaming at you and everything, but it felt, correct me if I'm wrong. Strouds were like, out of the reach of the receivers, correct? Strouds? Yeah. Which throws? The deep balls. It was a little bit of a mixed bag. I think he, uh, I saw him throw, because I watched this last night. I rewatched it because I've been driving the last two days. Yeah. But like, I I watched as much as I could read back. Everything looked precise. He was like, oh, wow, out routes. Nobody's hitting them like him. Nobody's hitting the digs like him. Nobody's hitting the, 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 the post corner like him. He yeah. had a few deep balls that were good. It's it's very hard, and this is why, like, it's another thing. It's like throwing on air, but also you have not thrown to these guys at all. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You don't know how they stride, their speed. Do they open up? Do they slow? Like, that's a tough thing. He definitely missed a few deep balls, put a little bit too much air underneath him. But I thought it was fine overall. I think he needed – I think he showed what he needed to because, like, yeah. his thing is, like, plus, plus placement. With oh, yeah. his throws and accuracy to all levels. It's like he needed to do that, but it's not flashy. No, it's not. It's like and it's, it's very Jack Prescott esque. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're going back to our conversation we had a few weeks ago during like the quarterback debate, but there's like, I've gotten into so many arguments of like, Bryce Sugg, sure, that's who we both have as our number one. And then it's like, I at least had like Sean and Richardson like neck and neck. It's like, which do you take? Do you want the upside or do you want like the precision guy? And, like, I've gotten into so many arguments with guys just, like, looking at the stats for, like, each of these guys. And it's just like, oh, why isn't Stroud, you know, heads up and above and beyond over Richardson? I'm like, tell me why you think this. And it's just like, oh, completion percentage. I'm like, oh, so you haven't watched his receivers drop four passes a game. Does that person have Hendon Hooker very high? Because the completion percentage is really good for him and his touchdown to interception ratio is extremely good. But they're off. I have no idea. It's a fake offense. And it's the worst part is it's literally like comparing like it's the fantasy game. community and the draft community. Like, well, I love both of them, but there's just oh, yeah. I I think it's 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 a lot of like who should you pay attention to? Yes, because I think there's some really good fantasy follows that I think everybody should be following. Yeah, like, there's just really good understanding of the game and like they go more in depth. They they put they put data and numbers in, and that's great. And I think that's a good part of it. We have to figure out find the edge where you can. But yes, the the quarterback takes are going to be really bad and not fun yeah. at all the next seven weeks. We're going to um, have to survive it. But like, we know the four that are going in the first round. I don't think it's going to be any more. Nobody, I mean, even Hendon Hooker without the injury, probably not yeah. going in the first. I really don't believe it. Um, but yeah, I think the order in mock drafts yeah. is going to be all over the place um, the next seven weeks or until somebody moves up. Like secures a spot because it's it's crazy. Like Jim Ursay yeah. said, "Hey, that guy from Alabama is pretty good." And you don't know if it's Ursay just being Ursay and just like letting it out, or you don't know if he's like screwing around. Ursay is a hundred percent like what I think of Ursay is what my friends think of me when I play social deduction games. Oh yeah, I could literally tell them the truth and they won't believe me. Oh yeah, that's the pro. Like, and I could be telling the truth on purpose. But like, this is my I like Bryce Young. Do you believe me? I don't well, know. <laughs> there's a lot of what the ringer nfl draft show did too they did an episode on oh this yeah kind of like stuff where they talked about like what gm say ursa is the wild card of all oh, wild yeah. cards i don't <laughs> know because 
Steichen could could thrive with RPO with Bryce Young. He, he can only do any of the put top three. Richardson would, would in the Jalen Hurts type of thing and let him run. Right, they could probably work with 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 Levis in and they they could kind of turn a structure into a little more play action and let yeah. Levis kind of cook and play action, or they could just be in a drop back, you know, Reich like offense, a little bit more Chargers than Eagles with Stroud. Like they they could all fit, and like I immediately thought of Steichen and thought of Richardson because of Hertz, but yeah. he worked with Herbert. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Here's here, something for you. Does 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 the this class remind you of 2020 at all? Where like Stroud might be like Burrow, Bryce Young might be like Tua, Levis could be Herbert, but could also be Love, and then Richardson yeah. is Hertz. Yeah, there's a little bit of yeah, all a that. Lot. Yeah, stylistically, like you could say Stroud is Herbert though too because of the quiet yeah. leadership thing. So there's. It's not one to one completely. Levis could be love. Like you could say that as like stamp that as well. Like it's a little all over the place, but I feel like there's just the vibes are a little bit like that. Like we know who's going there. We'll see how it shakes out. Um yeah. I don't think I have anything other than the quarterbacks in terms of like headlines versus storylines mm. uh for the segment, Mason. I, I I know Max Duggan and Stetson Bennett both ran and both did stuff. Bennett <laughs> threw 59 miles an hour. Is Bennett like like the sixth or seventh quarterback that's going to get drafted? You said Bennett, not Duggan. Yeah, I did say Bennett. Okay. Yeah, because there's the four, obviously Hooker. Do you think Hayner's next? I feel like he might be. You don't think the Stanford kid's next? Oh, he's looked awful. <laughs> he looked awful this week. He looked. And I wasn't awful. able to watch him. Oh yeah. Oh sorry. Yeah, issue. I guess that's true. Like legitimately, like I don't. Everybody's like, oh, I can't wait for Richardson to just miss guys. And then Tanner McKee was like, hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah. You want to miss guys. Let me show you how to do that. And like, oh, man, I don't know. The film's not great either. I feel like he's being overhyped because he's a quarterback. Yeah. That's the, that's what I feel like. Maybe that's probably that's McKee usually what happens. Too. You're, there's usually like those mock drafts that you get like three guys on the two and then there's zero and they don't even get drafted until fourth and fifth round. Yeah. Like we did it with Zappy last year. So we did with like everybody. That's fair. <laughs> Last year was like, uh, who could go? <laughs> Nobody. Um, let's see. Uh, running back, obviously, really quick. Obviously, want to just touch on Bijan because you're here. Yeah. Um, nine eight one. Um, RIS. Yeah. Vertical and broad were great. He's five eleven two fifteen. That's fine. He runs the four four six. Stamp him in top twenty. Yes. 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 Absolute, I, I literally absolute beats, floor chargers. Yeah. Okay. I felt like we talked about it quite often. Like I think we both mentioned like the top end speed isn't there like so much. So I think that's kind of like the the range where we expected him to go, which I was like, okay, yeah, that's completely fine because it's B job. So headliner storyline, Zach Charbonnet is the second running back off the board in the draft. Because of Jameer Gibbs coming in at 5'9 and an eighth, yeah. 99. I think that's headline. Okay. Even if even though I have Charbonnet above him in the rankings, but okay. I think it's definitely headline. Okay. That's fair enough. Um headline or storyline. Roshan Johnson goes top 90. 
So if you, I don't know if you see the numbers or not. Uh, yeah, I'm I got them here. About we're talking. Um, six foot and six foot zero and a quarter, two nineteen. Thirty-one and a half in the vert was not great, but ten-two in the broad, eighty-second percentile. Four-five-eight wasn't yeah. great, but I'm going to tell you right now, his technique out of a starting block is horrendous. Um, <laughs> he chops his feet so much. He's a, such a long strider when he runs. The forty times bad, don't need it. Yeah, he's got good speed. Speed's good, even though it says the speed grade's good on here. It's whatever, but. Top I feel like that's such a good number. You said 90? I did say 90, yes. Meaning he if he goes 90, does it count? Um, yes. Yes, it does. Do you want me to do you want to know who has that pick? Yes. I can tell you. Yep, sure thing. Pick 90, Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yep, we're going definite storyline. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. I will say, I will say 91 is Buffalo, 92 Cincinnati. He's got to go like right in that range, I would feel. What if the Chargers don't pick one round one? They pick eighty fifth. Miami picks eighty fourth. Yeah, they, there's gonna be a lot going on around in round three in that range. Detroit you picks eighty first. Yeah, you could see like three or four in that range. Like if Charbonnet doesn't go round two. Yeah, that's and true. you'll get like a chain and all that too. Miami has two picks, uh, between the seventy seven and eighty four. Atlanta picks seventy five. Yeah, I like Roshan a lot. Um, yeah. And the numbers were good. 81st percentile athlete. So we'll take that. Okay, let's move to a different position here. Um, Headliner storyline. Jackson Smith and Jigba is the first receiver off the board in the 2023 NFL draft. What did Johnston get for his RAS? Did he do anything? Uh, I don't know if he did enough, actually. He didn't. He did not? No. Can he didn't even guys... do the 40. He just did Vern. Oh, uh, yeah. He did not run the 40. He, he did on-field workouts, if I'm correct, right? He did, okay. yes. <sighs> <laughs> He's 6'2 and 6'8. Not 6'4. He's 208. That's all. Watson vibes are immaculate right now. Yeah. I think I'll just go headline just because I think Houston's. No storyline because the Stroud JSN. They might do it. Ooh. There you go. I was going to tell you, Addison's a 58th percentile athlete, is all. Yeah, I saw that. Okay. 5'11 and an eighth, 171. You know we're gonna we're gonna talk about these three, and it's gonna come out of nowhere. New England's just gonna take Zay Flowers at fourteen. Well, okay, yeah. So that's the other thing. <laughs> really quick on JSN, um, didn't run the forty. Um, Agilities were elite. He didn't need it. <laughs> Agilities were elite. Oh my gosh, he ran a three nine three shuttle. That is yeah. stupid. That is stupid. His three cone six five seven. Those are Avengers level numbers yeah. in this yeah. short. I didn't even think he was that quick, but he was definitely no. quick. Yeah, definitely quick. Where I'm like, oh, the agilities are probably going to be solid. And then he jumped 10 5 in the bra, which is 84th percentile. He's also 6 1, 196. That's yeah. bigger than what he was listed at. Wild. 
How about it? Wide receiver one, bud. Yep. Talk to me. Like, but maybe not off the board. You still say headline. I think that's fair. I think Johnston's still yeah. got good numbers here. I, I will bring him up quick. Like I mentioned, 6'2 and 6 A's, 208. 40 and a half in the vert, that's 97th. 11 2 in the broad, that's 99th. Giant numbers there. So, but Stroud to JSN, 2 and 12, like you said. Yep. Might be on the board. Might be, might be what Houston. Cause it's, it's hard to say, like, I, I have yeah. no idea how they view this receiver class. Like, no, I don't. Are you going to give a round one grade out? Do you know? I haven't done enough yet. Okay. I I've literally done Hyatt sure. and I've done. Oh, man. Addison. Okay. Yeah, we can get to that in a At, second. Yeah, I want to get to that as well. That was, that was on there. That was on the list, by the way. Um, yeah. So, really quick on storyline or headline here. Um, Headline or storyline, Jalen Hyatt doesn't go top 50. Top 50. Does not go top 50. Didn't he run like 444 or something? He ran 44 flat, which is a pretty good number. I mean, you expect him to be faster, though. He ran a 43 at the opening. His explosion numbers were elite, though. Yeah. 40 in the the vert, 11 3 in the broad, but he was. He he was listed as six foot one eighty five. He came in at six foot zero and an eighth one seventy six. Again, it's a class of smalls people. I'll go. I'll actually go storyline just because I'm lower on him. Just I know that Baltimore, you know, Chargers, maybe like a Buffalo might take him the round one, and I look stupid, but. I'm not the biggest fan, and like yet, you don't know if he's good against press, like at all. So yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, really quick, Marvin Mims. Oh yeah, got some numbers. Um, oh, and he's yeah. he's one eighty three by the way at five ten and seven eighths. And then he ran the four three eight. He's got elite vert and broad. Like that that's the guy right there i think yeah if you want a small who's not flowers or addison like i think that's probably it okay really quick a few more um headline or storyline the packers loosen the thresholds at receiver in 2023 if they go that direction storyline gotta be just because of like how small the class is you kind of have to think right I agree. I mean, here's what I will say. I, I want to bring up three names who did well on Saturday, who I think all fit, because this is why I this is why I asked this. So Rasheed Rice, 96 percentile athlete, 6'1, 204, 41 vert, 10 8 broad, ran a four five one. That's plenty good. That's in the range, right? Yep. Cedric Tillman, 6'3 three and 3 ace, 213, jumped 37 in the vert, 10 8 in the broad. Four five four. Ninety-fifth percentile athlete. AT Perry, six three and a half, oh, one ninety-eight, thirty-five vert, eleven, one broad, four, four, seven. A smooth four four seven, by the yeah. way. So there are some bigs who did really well. What did Hutchinson do anything? Uh I don't think he did enough that's upset oh no no he did do enough he is uh 68th percentile athlete oh boy oh he did everything 
617-8203, 36-vert, that's 71st, 9-8-broad, that's 32nd. Oh, boy. Shuttle was 435, that's 36th. 453-6913, cone, that's 71st. 679-RAS. Hmm. He's right on that verge. Yeah, yeah. Michael Wilson. Oh, yeah. Good numbers. Good numbers. Got to make sure the injuries check out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But that's a big 6178, 213, jump 37 and a half, 10 5. 458 wasn't great. 1 5 split was good, though. 427 in the uh, agilities. I mean, he's still 93rd percentile athlete and he's big enough. That's why I asked because I feel like I think the bigs did better than the smalls, even though the smalls are faster. Yeah. But you went headline. I respect it. I respect it. Jalen Hyde at 45? No, thank you. (laughs) I just think your one trick needs to be better than that. Oh, yeah. Yes. How are we not? How are we not? When your reported time is a tenth faster? Yeah. What happened? Anyway. So, yeah, some good receiver stuff there. Feels like the top three are still the top three. Mm -hmm. Uh, Zay Flowers may crash the party. Okay. Headline or storyline, this tight end class is an all-timer. I would probably have to go storyline at this point just because of, like, how deep it is. And, like, there's – I mean, we've already heard the talk about there's going to be potentially three in the first round. So, and those are respectable guys like Solak and DJ and Piper. They're all saying this, too. So, the league clearly thinks so, too. Thirteen elite athletes. Holy! Thirteen cow. elite athletes that did not include Kincaid. Yeah, who could not do the testing. Yeah. By the way, okay, that I've got did one for not you, in- actually. What? Got one for you. Okay, really quick. Um, also, Noah Gindorf did not do the all the testing. Didn't qualify. He's six six two sixty three from North Jeez. Dakota State. Do so you have another- one? Do you have a question revolved around Washington? I might. Okay, well, I'll let you get there. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I I, I like this. You you got one mid? Is he a first-round draft pick? Headline or storyline? Oh, gosh. Um... <sighs> Dang it. That is a great question, isn't it? Um Steve. Yeah, so I think I think Mayer and Kincaid yeah. seem like locks at this point. This is just crazy. Um, not Mayer. Kincaid is a little bit smaller. So interesting. Oh man. I the third one's Musgrave or Washington, and I don't know. Jacksonville screwed this up by saying oh, yeah. like a franchise tag Evan Ingram because well, like they might the only Musgrave, just do the one year and then use Washington well, after that. That's fair. They're, they're like such the team where I was like, oh, yeah, Kincaid or, Kincaid or Musgrave. Yes, 100%. One of them. Now it's like, yeah, probably not. Oh, man. Cincinnati should take Washington. Oh, yeah. It would be insane. Cincinnati should be taking him. New Orleans should take him. Heck, I mean, he could probably do Penning's job better than Penning. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Washington's a better tackle than Trevor Penning. I'll say it. <laughs> um, Oh man, yeah. I I'm gonna say storyline. He's good. He's good. 
He's freaking good. The numbers are great, folks. Six six and five ace, two sixty four. Why jumped. is the vertical so bad though? That doesn't shock me. I feel like he's kind of a paper guy that jumps vert. Fair, like yeah. he doesn't need to, this. Will probably he doesn't need to jump high in the vert. He's already oh big. yeah. He's already big, but he ran a four six four. That's way better than I thought he was going to run. Get out of here! How did he shuttle four oh eight? That's fair. Yeah. How did he do that? How did he do that? I he's he's way too good. He's got to go. Cincinnati living eleven, living eleven with Darnell Washington. Seriously, just to make this take look correct, but also Green Bay. If you're trading back, yeah, make it happen. Um, okay. Well, that's that was that. Darnell Washington's combine numbers are dumb. Uh, Musgrave's numbers are dumb as well. Um, yeah, uh, I got one headliner storyline. Um. Mr. Avenger, Mr. Uh, Captain America, I think probably of this yeah. group, Zach Koontz, goes top 75. I think that storyline at this point has got to be <laughs> spicy. But do you see this? Do you see this card? It's 10. Yeah. 10. He's taller than Washington is. But you, did you see the picture? Yeah, it's posture thing. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's a posture thing, legitimately. He's six seven and three ace. He's two fifty five. He benched twenty three, jumped forty, jumped ten eight, four one two. He ran a six eight seven three cone. Yeah, and you said it four five five. He broke four six. I thought Musgrave and him were going to both break four six, and then he's the only one. Yeah, this is sickening. He's got thirty four inch arms. Look at his hands too. <laughs> this is the kittle, folks. Yeah. Or no, this is the Kelsey. Hurry that, yeah. I know, I know. Danny Kelly at the Ringer was like he he put for for uh, the Dalton Kincaid player comp. Yeah, I saw shades that, of. Yeah. I want to say it, but I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm gonna go one further. Zach Koontz is. I know what it is, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I'm firing up the old Dominion tape tonight, folks. Firing it because I'm excited for this. Um. So yeah, you said storyline for all timer. Um. I don't think I have too much else for you other than headliner storyline. Anton Harrison goes before Peter Skaronsky. What's Skaronsky do? Skaronsky's numbers were fine. It's just the arm length. He's an elite athlete. He's 86 percentile athlete. Yeah. But Anton's right there at 80 percent as I well. I think you said Anton before. I did say that, yes. I'll go storyline. Okay. I don't know how the... Because, like, look at how far, like, ABT and then, like, Slater even fell. Like, Slater wasn't that far, but, like, they're concerned about it, clearly. But, you know, it's been shown, but it's not really. Yeah, that's the thing. Does it matter that much? Yeah. I don't know. But Anton's a beast. So, there you go. That's some headliner storyline there with, with Mason for you guys. Um He's unfortunately got to hop off. Otherwise, yep. we would have been here for two hours on the offensive side of the football. <laughs> Not going to lie to you guys. Um, that's what we're going to be doing. I, I guarantee you we're going to have two-hour draft pods. It's going to happen. It's going to oh, happen. Yeah. So hope you guys are are ready for that. Um, Mason, I'm going to say thanks for for hopping on on Sunday night and getting uh, yeah. doing all this. Uh, you're good. I know you're busy, so I uh, yeah. appreciate it. Um, so we're going to take the unfortunate break. And we're going to have to lose Mason, which stinks. Uh, I'm going to come back with a few things uh, and kind of wrap it up. But I think this was a great segment, so I'm glad we did it. Follow Mason at Thompson22Mason on Twitter.
We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. All right, back here, guys, with it's always draft season. Had to say goodbye to Mason. That that's what stinks. It's it stinks that that just uh, a lot of travel as I'm starting to wear down a little bit, um, exhaustion wise. But thank goodness we can fit that part in because I think that's a really fun experiment. And I hope you guys got a lot of the prospects with that. Um, so I want to do some cleanup stuff. Uh, I don't think there's really anything much to say else about the quarterbacks. Obviously, Richardson did well, um, and you know, Bennett and Duggan running some good forties, um, you know, puts, puts a little bit on the like idea that yeah, Duggan's the scrambler. So maybe there's, you know, some Sam Ellinger, like can stick around as a number two, number three quarterback. Bennett threw it really fast at 59 miles an hour. That's good. Like, I think, you know, there's a lot of people that are like, Oh, what, what separates Bryce young and, and, and Stetson Bennett um, playing the quarterback really well is what separates them playing the quarterback position really well. Um, I said playing the quarterback. That should tell you how exhausted I am. But yeah, I mean, it, it, Bryce Young has just so much more command. Bennett, I think, really thrives with a lot of protection. I don't. He's not an elite, you know, scrambler. I don't even think he's an elite processor per se. I just think he is a player like a I, Stetson Gardner Minshew Bennett, basically. Like come in, execute the offense as a backup. And do pretty well as long as he cares, as long as he wants to play. Right. There are some questions about that and about the incident recently, not going to the senior bowl and, and instead that happening um in that span of time. So, like, you know, that's that's the question, obviously, there with him. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think there's too much else we want to talk about it at the at the quarterback position. Cause again, just I think it's a good point where you go, ah, they're you know, are they great athletes? Does it matter? Yes and no, not really. I mean, I like it was good for Richardson to test how he did and like prove that, yeah, this is an elite athlete where he can play 11 on 11 because he's, you know, 244 pounds, right? He can play 11 on 11, true, you know, Jalen Hurts type of football, Trey Lance type of football, too. So he can do that. 
you know, at 5'11", 192, is Bennett going to do that? You know, is Duncan going to do that at a shade over 200? I don't know. Right? We know Bryce Young is not going to play that style. So a few other names. Um, so we, we asked Mason Wright about whether Charbonnet was going to be, you know, the second back off the board. He thinks no. He still thinks Gibbs. I would tend to agree. I think Gibbs will probably still be the second guy just because, again, there are not just not many like him in terms of elusiveness, in terms of a space player, in terms of a, a great receiving back. But 5'9 and an eighth, 199, I don't know. I have some questions. But Zach Charbonnet, uh, great numbers here. Six foot zero and three eighths, 214, 37 in the vert, 10 2 in the broad. Those are both above the 80th percentile. 4'5'3 is fine. It's in the 74th percentile. The 10 yard split is. In the 90th percentile, it's a 154. That should show you a little bit of the short area explosion. Does he have elite long speed? No, but it's sufficient enough where he gets, you know, that initial burst, that initial explosion into, into space is, is what's going to give him that head of steam to kind of secure those explosive runs. We've talked about him. You know, if you want to go listen to the running back pod and you haven't, you should. A lot of detail in there about his game, but I think he did a great job. That's a huge, huge thing for him. Um, I think he secures top 70, top 75 um, in terms of where he's picked. So that's really good for him. Um, Despite overwhelmingly small in in the size category, uh, he's 5'7 and 7 eighths, 179 pounds. That's really small at running back. Keaton Mitchell from East Carolina posted phenomenal numbers. He's over the 90th percentile in the vert with 38 inches and the broad jump with 10-6. Runs a 4-3-7. That is flying. 98th percentile. The, the numbers are good. Didn't do agilities unless they're not put in yet. Um, I I like it. I think there's room for him in a roster for sure. Uh, 5-7 and, and 179 is really pushing it, though. Like He's really going to have to become a, a little bit of a returner as well in the league. Uh, maybe he did do that. I got to dig in a little bit more on his film and what he did, but that's good. The size is not great. So I will put that out there. Uh, Chase Brown, the Brown twins did really well this week. Chase Brown's five, nine and a half, two Oh nine size. Again, not the best, but again, five nines enough. We've seen it at the running back position and he cleared the 200 threshold. He almost got to two ten. That's, that's fine. 40 in the vert. That's, big number 10 7 in the broad those are really really elite numbers he runs 4 4 3 that's plenty good in terms of the long speed that's where he was good he didn't do the agilities I, I i think i know why i don't love the ability to do much outside of one cut i don't think he's the best make you miss type of player he's shown he can catch the football that's pretty good i think he did he he did what he needed to do for his stock uh, Evan Hall, as we're going down the board of the elite athletes at running back, 5'10 and an eighth, 209. Again, that number is fine, right? Height isn't the biggest thing. It's are you over 200? Are you over 210? Can you handle the workload? Because, right, we're looking for the best of the best of the running back, right? We're trying to find often, and, and not often, we're trying to find the Jonathan Taylors and and the Brees Halls and the B. John Robinsons and the, and the, you know, Saquon Barkley's and Ezekiel Elliott's. There's not going to be a lot of those, but you want to find, if you can find in the middle rounds, you're starting running back. That's a huge advantage. And if you can keep doing that and keep doing that, it's like, okay, let's find the formula and, and, and work with that. To be a lead back, 
Usually over 200 is is what you want. 210 is even better. 37 in the vert, 10-3 in the broad for Evan Hull. He runs 4-4-7 at 209. He looked really he looked pretty bursty and, and pretty fast at the senior bowl. He does a 6-9-3 cone, the agility. That's really good. 86th percentile. So again, for him, that's that's good news if he wants to be a lead back as well. Um, yeah, Roshan Johnson. Let's go. Draft crush of mine. Uh, we mentioned him, you know, six foot zero and a quarter, 219. Very good numbers there. Okay, 10-2 in the broad. That's a good number. He didn't do great in the vertical. That's okay. I don't think his four five eight is indicative of how fast he is. Uh, watch my video on that if you haven't. Uh, he is fast. He's got speed in his game. He's got burst in his game. Not that the 40-yard is bad. It's in the 60th percentile. The 10-yard is in the 78th. But, like, I think he's pretty darn fast. Like, he has proven that he is a fast player. He comes in as an elite athlete. That's great news. Jameer Gibbs obviously came in a little smaller, and that kind of put a little bit of a damper on things, and the vertical wasn't very good either. But, again, he's fast. 4-3-6, official. Who boy. Like, we knew he was fast. So that's good for him. Uh, obviously, so everybody likes Devin A-Chain. Mason has him very highly ranked. I have him in the top five. Again, five, eight and a half, 188 is just not a lead back. We know this. Um, but again, in the area, in the era of space players, Yak, what can you generate in terms of explosive plays? The 4-3-2, huge deal for him. That really brought him up. Because again, also vertical, not good, like in, in the in Jameer Gibbs range. So again, a smaller back with a lot of explosiveness. Got to kind of work that work and teeter between what we want at running back in terms of the explosiveness and generating those type of plays, but we do we also want to lead back? Uh, Tanks Bigsby did fine. He's not an elite athlete, but he's a pretty strong athlete. Seventy, basically seventy fifth percentile, seventy four point nine. Um, his RAS comps aren't great. Kevin Smith from Central Florida, two thousand eight. A similar player, but he's 5'11 and 5'8 to 10. Broad jump was 9 feet 11 inches. That's pretty good. Uh, his 10-yard split was good. 90th percentile, 154. 4.56 in the 40. He's not going to be overwhelmingly fast, but he's tough. He's a good lead back. He's got some twitch. I'm surprised he didn't do agility, but like, again, the numbers are fine there. We're not like, that's not, you know, those are fine. We can work with that. Um, yeah, as we worked on the board, a lot of guys didn't test that running back. That was very shocking. Ty J Spears did not run. Uh, Kenny McIntosh, we like him. Four six two. He's still he's six foot zero and a quarter, two oh four. The ten splits really good. The forty is not. So the long speed maybe not there. That's kind of true, but he's got some burst to him, and I think he can be a, a, a good running back in a rotation. Uh, I don't think Eric Gray did anything but the vert and broad, which were good, which were good. But he's five, he's five nine and a half, two oh seven. Another guy who's I think clearing the threshold, but it's like, all right. We know he's he's a twitchy, agile player in space. We know he doesn't have long speed. He's probably going to run the four sixes. Might as well just not do that. I agree with that. Um, Spears, I think, was like he's two oh one. He's five nine and five eight. So he's on that Jameer Gibbs type of range. But he put up elite explosion numbers, 39 in the vert, 10-5 in the broad. Those are both above 91%. 
the percentiles. So that's good for him. Yeah, we're just like going up and down the board, basically. Uh, very surprised that a lot of these, I mean, Kendra Miller, I think is still hurt, so he can't run. Zach Evans and Israel Abaniconda. Abaniconda is 5'11", 216. That's good. That's a good number. It's a good number um, for him. Sean Tucker not running. That was weird. Um, he's 5'9", 207. That's okay. It's not good, but potentially can work with that. So, and then unfortunately, we got to bring this up really quickly, kind of finish it out. Um, Deuce Vaughn is one of the smallest players all time at running back. All time. 27 and three quarter inch arms. Those are small arms. Okay. He did do 35 and a half in the vert. That beat guys like Gibbs. That beat, um, a chain, so that's good, but he's 5'5", 179. Right, we we're talking about Keaton Mitchell, right at 5'7", and 7'8", 179. This is almost three inches shorter. 5'5". Five, five. I hope he can do it, folks. I hope he can do it. That is not a good number. That is, oh, man, that's that's tough. Um, So we mentioned a lot of receivers because we were talking about, you know, what the Packers would covet. Again, the Jackson Smith and Jigba sh- um, agilities and the short shuttle and the three cone are nuts. That short shuttle number is very important for Green Bay. I think he might be back in play in the first. Some people don't like him there. Man, he's just good. We don't need to overthink it. I think I'm overthinking it because I didn't rank him first um, when I was talking with Clayton last week. I didn't rank him first. Probably should have. Um. As far as like the great testers, obviously Bryce Ford Wheaton's a phenomenal tester. 6'4, 221, he ran a 438. That speed score is ridiculous. Explosion numbers are ridiculous. Ran a really good short shuttle at 415. Three cone was was good. Why not production? I he kind of came on. He was like someone that was grabbed attention in the in the in the pit game um to start the season, but you know. Why are we why why is he coming out now? Like the 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 good testers who we like don't really hear about too much. Matt Landers from Arkansas is one of them. Like, hmm, it's weird, huh? Um, obviously we talked about JSN tested elite athlete. Hyatt was elite. We talked about Rice, we talked about Tillman, we talked about Pear, we talked about Wilson, we talked about Mims, who was also in that in that boat. Um Tyler Scott is in that boat as well. Not trying to get ahead of myself, but he's 5'10, he's 177. That's small, small, small player. Shocking. But he had over 94th percentile in both the vert and the broad. Broad was 98th. He ran a 444. That's good. That's good stuff. He's a smaller player. He's going to be field stretcher. There's no doubt about it. He's got some route running twitch to him. Again, it's it's a class full of twos and threes with maybe a couple potential ones. A few at best, right? Andre Yosivash, Yosivash, yes, um, 6'3", 205, 19 on the bench, 39 in the vert, 10'8 in the broad. He did elite in everything. He ran a 4'4", 3, 4'1", in the shuttle, 6'8", 5'3", cone. This is probably up. This is a potential packer here, folks. Another Christian Watson on the squad. Hello? Yeah, very much so. Uh, the Princeton guy who... I think needs more refinement than, than than 
Watson does in terms of route running, in terms of route break transitions. But he's fast, and he can catch the ball pretty well. He dropped a few in Mobile. I think that's just adjustment to quarterbacks. I think he's got pretty good hand technique. So potentially watch for him. Uh, Jonathan Mingo is definitely somebody to watch for as a pack. He is he's big. He is big. Six one and six ace, not super big, but two twenty for a receiver is huge. This is like your box safety type, right? So he ran four four six. That's a good number. Didn't do agilities, but he's got ninety fourth percentile in both the vert and the broad. Um, good numbers across the board. SEC player, good athlete. That's a good combo. Shout out. My guy, Grant Dubose from Charlotte, 6'2", 201, uh, 10'5 in the broad, 83rd percentile, 94th percentile, 10-yard. He ran 4.57. That's pretty good. Should get drafted. Grant Dubose, very nice job. Um, is anybody else, like Michael Jefferson's big, because this is like for the Packers, right? So we're going to try and talk about a few guys. 6'3 and 6'8, 199. Just cleared the athletic thresholds. He ran four, five, six. It's pretty solid. His shuttle was bad. His shuttle was bad. Sixth percentile, four, five, six. Packers might loosen it a little bit, but they like the short shuttle. They like the quick guys. They like them. So that's somebody to watch for. Um, as we're kind of traversing down a little bit here, Dontavian Wicks is somebody I think I liked coming into the season. Uh, I thought he was pretty twitchy. Thought he was a good deep threat. He didn't run fast. Uh, he ran four six two. That's not going to get it done, folks. He's six one and three eighths, two oh six. Elite explosion. That was very clear on film. I got to see him not be fast on film. That's going to be a, a look back for me. So, if you know, if if you if you follow, um, <laughs> dang it, uh, the uh, if you follow me like on YouTube. Um, we I did a mock draft with the Couch Potato GM guys who are, are awesome. Uh and we talked about Rakeem Jarrett and the Packers drafting smalls at receiver. How it didn't really happen. Rakeem Jarrett comes in at five eleven and seven eighths, one ninety-two. That is he's so close to six foot one ninety-two, which what I think was um Samore Toure, if I remember correctly. Uh yeah, I think the RAS. Yeah, okay. So let me see here. Yeah, okay. Smart tour was six foot zero and seven eighths and one ninety one. Yeah, one ninety one. So it's it's close. It's super close with Rakeem Jarrett. I don't it's gonna be close. Will they loosen it if it's like day three, maybe? Um Zay Flowers, I think, was like five nine and a half. Nope, he's 5'9", exactly, 182. Okay. I knew it was 182. I knew it was 5'9", but I didn't know if it was 5'9 and change. He ran 4'4'2". He needed to. He's, he's a small boy. He's run fast. Same with Jaden Reed. We talked about him a little bit. Like He's a smaller guy as well. He needed to run fast. Addison didn't run very fast. He was 4'4'9". That's not great. Um, we need to talk about this guy too. Because there was a lot of talk about like, okay, maybe maybe this guy in, in a class of kind of average to below average with maybe a few ones, a lot of maybe good twos. Kayshawn Booty was going to be potentially the riser was like, okay, well, um, there's some off field stuff, um, but he's talented. He's got great acceleration, good hands, good track of the football, great explosion. 
Uh, the release game needed a little bit of work, but like he was a big play threat in 2021, 2022. He moved into the slot, was sapped a little bit athletically, not in, not in terms of explosion, but more straight line speed. Like he was explosive in the short area. He still had some speed though, but he didn't look as, as, as springy, right. As loose, as flexible as he did necessarily in, in 2021. Like we said, there was off field. Uh, couldn't decide whether he was returning or not. Clearly didn't like the quarterback at LSU. Thing comes out. Dane Brugger did not have him in the top 100. And we were like, okay, why is that? Well, the off-field stuff is true and the immaturity stuff is true. Boy, these numbers aren't good. Um, he ran 4-5, which is fine. 74th percentile. Uh, but he's 5-11 and a quarter. Didn't think he was that didn't think he was that short. And 195. He's 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 shorter and lighter than Jackson Smith and Jigba is. Jackson Smith and Jigba is 6'1, 196. He's shorter and smaller. Um, and I don't think he has as good answers, even though he played like on the outside. I think JSN's got great answers against press. I think he really can ace the test. Um yeah, so Booty Booty does 29 inches in the vert. That's fifth percentile. That's horrible. 44th percentile in the broad jump. That's not good either. Shuttle time was in the 61st. That's okay, but like, I don't know. It didn't look like he really was interested in being there that much. Like, just not great, folks. We don't like to see that. We thought I mean, that would have been an interesting, interesting potential packer. Like, Trey Palmer for Nebraska is like almost Samore Toure. He's six foot flat, one ninety two. Ran the four four ran the four three three. Really good number for him. I think he led the way at four three three. Potential Packer in the mid rounds, yeah, I think so. Got enough speed, so I would watch for for Trey Palmer. Um, Parker Washington, I was interested in the numbers. I didn't see his measurables. We're about to see them. 510 flat 204. Okay. Thick boy in the slot. I like that. That is that's good because you need to have size in the slot. Talked about Quinn Johnson. Puka Nakwa. People want to say Nakua or Nasua. I think it's Nakwa. He's 62201. That's plenty of size for the position. So we're just kind of going down the board a little bit. But I wanted to hit a lot of those guys because uh, there's potential Packers and not potential Packers after the, after the receivers um, went. So it was interesting to look at that. A lot of potential Packers on the board that, that they could add to the room. I I just am going to pound the table for Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, just because I am. I, I think we talked about Zach Koontz then as we moved to tight ends. Luke Musgrave obviously was unbelievable. Um we talked about Darnell Washington. I want to talk about three more that I think could be Packers here because I think they're great numbers. Uh, Luke Schoonmaker from Michigan, 6'5 and a quarter, 251. Jumps 33 and a half in the vert. That's fine. 68th percentile, 10-7 in the broad, 97th percentile. Short shuttle is 427. That's 83rd percentile, 463. Really good numbers across the board. He is an elite athlete, very clearly. Tucker Craft, South Dakota State, baby. We've talked about him for a while. 6'4 and three quarters, 254, 23 reps on the bench. Love it. 73rd percentile vert, 34 inches, 10 2 in the broad. That's 91st. 429 short shuttle. That's 80th percentile. And then runs the 469. That is 81st percentile. 
good athlete at the tight end position. Usually, it's not perfect, but you want good athletes at tight end. You want them. Um, Sam Laporta, no other potential guys. Green Bay, six three and a quarter, two forty five. Not elite size, pretty poor size for the position, but everything else was elite across the board, including oh he broke it too. So I didn't know this. I said earlier Zach Koontz was the only one to break four six. He was not. Sam Laporta ran four five nine. Holy cow. 93rd percentile three cone six nine one. That beat that number beats, I think, av- all but two receivers. Maybe I'm I could be wrong on that, but it beats most of the receivers. 95% of the receivers. Um, and then the four two five shuttle is really good. Yeah. Laporta could be a Green Bay Packer for sure. Josh Wiley from Cincinnati could be as a move tight end, but I want to talk about two others. Davis Allen from Clemson. DJ had him ranked very highly. 6'6", 245. Jump 38 and a half in the vert. That's 97th percentile. 10'5 in the broad jump. That's 96th percentile. This 10-yard split was 1'6". That's 91st. You're in a 4.84. He's not the fastest tight end, but he's a really good inline player with some pass-catching upside. If you pair like Allen with Kraft or Allen with Koontz, Cooking with gas, I think. Payne Durham, same thing. Um, like we said, Mayer just cleared the 80th percentile. He's still a strong athlete, and he does everything. Payne Durham, kind of the same thing. He's a pretty strong athlete. 6'5 and 5'8, 253. Uh, the 1'6-1 split was really good. He only ran 4'8-7. His vert and broad were good, not great, in the 70s in terms of percentiles. Um, I'm going to just double-check Mayer really quick. Like I said, all the tight ends tested. Like the top tight ends were testing. And then Koontz jumps everybody. Durham and Allen both feel like guys who can stick. So can Schoonmaker. Um, yeah, I mean, Mayer ran a 4.7 flat. That's 80th percentile tight end. That's Perlenny good. He's 249. He's just a hair under 250. 6.4.5. Yeah, the numbers are fine here. Don't don't overreact to the numbers for him. Um, I'm looking for anybody else who like... I was looking for numbers for Cam Latu came in at 6'4", 242. That's, mm. but the big one obviously is Dalton Kincaid. Mentioned Gindorf coming in at 6'6", 263. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, 6'4", 246 for Kincaid. So it's not, so there was a, a conversation about potentially it was going to be sub 240 for Kincaid. Not the case. He's 246. Find a new slant. He's a receiving tight end. He's an F tight end. He's a move tight end. He's not going to be blocking in line at 246. It's not going to happen. But again, only three pounds lighter than Mayer. Mayer's technique's way better. We know this. Um, I think that's going to do it for tight ends. Didn't really have too much else on them. I want to get to tackle, though. Three tackles, I think, in play for the Packers. I feel, I just in my bones, I feel like that Skaronsky's not going to be a Packer. I just think the short arms are going to bother them. They they're pretty strict on that. The rest of the the bunch though. Um Anton Harrison, 6'4 and 3'8 312, runs 498. That's absurd. 10-yard split is 83rd percentile 177. Vertical and broad was good. He's a strong athlete at the position. He's a good up. He, his tape's really good. I I, I was impressed. Um obviously Knows by now, Broderick Jones, popular pick for the Packs, 13 and mocks, 6'5 and 3 aces, 311. Why 6'5 and 3 aces is 
49th percentile height, but meh. You don't need to be that tall. Four nine seven that beat Harrison's four nine eight. One seven four split. That's better as well. Thirty-four and three quarters arm length. That is the same. And 79th percentile vert and broad. That's a little bit better. Broderick Jones is going to go top 20, I think. I just can't see him not doing it. He's a 94th percentile athlete at the position. Everybody sees the upside. He he kind of overwhelmed guys. I think the biggest thing with Broderick Jones, I should have mentioned that I was just overwhelmed and trying to think uh, when I was talking with Clayton, but like his hands are really wide right before contact. So he like his hands get wide and he tries to survive with, you know, the core strength, the leg. He doesn't drop his hips very well, but he, he does a good job surviving the initial stun and the and the blowback. And like he does a good job with that. And he can absorb it because he's like bigger and stronger. But like the technique needs to get better. He has to get better with technique. It needs to get better. His hands are so wide and, and often low as well. He needs to start sending the initial punch, sending the initial strike people's way. That's that's something that's definitely noticeable. But again, at 15, I think it's still an option. I really do. Paris Johnson didn't qualify. Um, he did do an 87th percentile broad jump at 9-2, but he's 6'6", 313. 36 and an eighth inch arms, Paris Johnson. Holy moly. Holy moly. Great number there. Holy moly. I, yeah, love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. We know Dewan Jones was huge. Six eight and a quarter, three seventy four. That's insanity. He ran five three five. That's a fine number at that size. Holy cow! Thirty six and three eighths inch arms. Ohio State groom got him long. They got him long, long arms. Um, yeah. Let's go through a few names that at this that like okay, can we? Could they draft Green Bay Packers edition? Um, Blake Freeland numbers are really strong here. Six seven and seven eighths, three oh two, a little bit lighter uh, in the pants there at three oh two than you know than maybe needs to be. But like ninety ninth percentile in the vert and broad, thirty seven inch, ten foot flat, runs four nine eight. That's great. Three cone seven four six. That's ninetieth percentile. Numbers are great. He's a really strong pass blocker. We were hyping him up before the season started. Think it's time to do it again now after all these numbers come in. Yeah, because well, the film is good, right? The film's good. He's a great athlete. That's very clear. And he showed it. He can be a Packer 100 percent on day two. Um, obviously, we knew Jalen Duncan was a smooth mover, a really strong athlete. He proved it, of course. He's 6'6, 306, runs the 5'1, jumps 31 and a half and 9'5. Those are both above the 90th percentile. His split to 178. His 80th percentile strong numbers across the board. We knew he was going to be good in this area. This is not like shocking. Don't double count, right? Two-factor authentication as we, I, I love that term and we're going to use that term forever. Thank you. Bring around hell draft show. Um, Cody mock, not surprising that he tested. Well, I want to get to Wanya Morris, who I think is, is very much in play for green Bay as well. Six, five and three eights, three Oh seven, 89th percentile broad jump. Nine, three runs, 511, 82nd percentile. Those are strong numbers across the board. He's an 88, 883 in the RAS, 35 in an eighth inch arms, very long. That'll play. That'll play, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let's talk about one more. 
that did all the testing came in. John Ojukwu, I think, is the is how you pronounce it. Could be wrong. Um, attack from Boise State. He's six five and six eighths. Nice three oh nine. Nice. Um, vertical twenty and a half. Broad eight eight. Okay, fine. Those are good. Those aren't. Those are okay. They're good. Uh, five two four. Okay, fine. Solid. I will take that. Split was 67th percentile. We'll take that. So all this stuff, right? Size, explosion, and speed, all within 53rd to 67th percentile. Okay, fine. Solid. We're okay. We're good. 34-inch arms. Nice. Fine. 452 shuttle. 7523 cone. 92nd and 86th percentile, respectively. Big time numbers there. Quick player who needs, you know, got to recover, got to change direction. Right, got a mirror, guys. Beautiful. Those are good numbers for him. Very impressed there. Um, other names. But we knew that that um, Bergeron was pretty explosive. He's six five three eighteen. That's all we really got. Thirty three and a quarter arm length. That's okay. Trying to find anybody that like I was thinking of that that I wanted to talk about. Um, I think there was one. Yes, Carter Warren from Pitt. 35 and 3 eighths inch arms. He's 6'5 and a half, 3'11. Just a player to watch, just to see if, what the pro day numbers potentially look like. But I think that's somebody to watch for, for sure. Um, let's go to guard here. I don't, the Packers at guard is a very interesting proposition. Like they brought Elton Jenkins back, but he's a good run blocker. He's probably the best run blocker they have. Do they, are they going to look elsewhere? Are they going to not just go with the, pass blocking types who can't get after in the run game I think they need to get after in the run game if they're going to run the ball a lot with love they need to make the switch so run you may not be around much longer McClendon Curtis has 35 inch arms I'm going to check the chat and do the tape folks we're going to see 66324 big boy okay Braden Daniels from Utah Definitely a name that's been mentioned. Six four. He's two ninety four though. I don't know if that's going to hold up on the inside. That is the that's the question mark really. Um, Steve Avila came in fine. He's three six three and a half, but he's three thirty two. Jumped well in the vert. Everything else was fine across the board. He's seven four six res. That's solid. Uh, Torrance did okay. Six four four. I feel like that's. Again, athletically, we just have to think about how this affects the draft. Like, he's still probably guard one. Don't think that's going to change. Uh, numbers are pretty pedestrian across the board. Vert was in the 15th percentile. Not great. But again, pretty solid player. He's not on Zion Johnson's level. We're not going there. No shot. He's on that level. So, not going to really worry about it. But there a lot of guys to, to dive into for sure. Um, I want to get into both UCLA guys. John Gaines was the best of the best here, 99th percentile. Holy moly. 6'4", 303, 32.5 six broad, 501. 445 in the shuttle, that's 97th, 98th, 731 in the 3-cone. My goodness. We're going to be watching both him and Mafi um, very shortly, in short order. So we'll see if the Packers go that direction. Center, some great athletes up here. Uh, we we knew that there were two really impressive ones and a third impressive one as well, actually, who I think did well. Um, 
Luke Weipler from Ohio State, not surprising that he's tremendous. Uh, 852 RAS score, 63303, plenty good. The shuttle was elite and the vert was elite. 40 yard dash was 514, just on the cusp of being elite. So he great across the board for him. Oh, forgot about Darnell Wright for the Packers, 65333. Broad was 97th, ran the 501 93rd, like potential right tackle. Just watch for him. Um, yeah, Ricky Stromberg was an elite athlete. I don't know if people know how good Stromberg is at center. We talk about Tipman because he's cool athlete pulling. We talk about Schmitz because he's good athlete, finisher, good weight for, for a zone center. Stromberg at 63306 is a good football player. And he came in as the second best athlete, at least this far in the position. So if you haven't seen any Ricky Stromberg yet, I would I would look for it because I think he's got strong center tape out there. Tippmann and Schmitz are, are the class of it. Schmitz only came in, though, 6.48 in the RAS department. 40-yard dash, not fast. 10-yard split, 41st percentile. That's very shocking. Explosion grade was good. He ran 4.56 in the shuttle. That's 81st percentile. That's fine. Just a reminder that we don't have... I think it's a reminder, though, that like Weipler and Stromberg are good. Tippmann would have probably been really good. I'm going to check his numbers really fast. I'm going to look at a lot more... A lot more guys, I would say, um, going forward. We got to look at Olu Atimi, Jarrett Patterson, Juice Scruggs, Jake Andrews. So a lot of names I got to check out uh, before we do the center show. But again, six six three thirteen for a center is elite size. He didn't do anything else. So we got to watch on Joe Tipman. But a lot of players. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this kind of combine recap for Mason and I. I think the the segment of headliner storyline might not go anywhere. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, so this is going to kind of wrap up our combine stuff, but now we're going to definitely dive in further. We've done quarterbacks and running backs. We've got a lot more positions to do, so I hope you guys stick around for that. Yeah, you can follow me at Jake NFL Draft on Twitter, obviously, doing some YouTube stuff, doing some stuff at LombardiAvenue.com, NFLMox.com, YouTube, obviously. And, and and yeah, stick with the Packernet Podcast Network. It's a great network, especially for Packers fans. And um just glad that we can add you know a little bit more in terms of the nfl draft here so it's just it's cool to be here thanks for all the support uh we will catch you guys i think on friday with receivers potentially we'll see friday show to be determined at the moment but it'll be something good hope you guys are excited for it take care everybody enjoy your Monday.